Okay, buongiorno everybody. Um, as you guys know, we always start on time. So I would like to welcome you to another version of Q7. And we have the extreme pleasure of having the president of the Andrea Bocelli Foundation with us, Laura Biancoli. So Laura, welcome. Hi, hi to everyone and thank you uh, to have you here, have you have me here with you. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time. For those of you who have heard, Laura and I just uh, completed an amazing, amazing trip. We were in the Holy Land for four or five days and then back here and I'm in Boston still with Mike as we get ready for our think big trip which is back in Dublin. So somebody needs to probably talk to us about our travel schedule, but we'll move on from there. So I want to spend the time, obviously, with Laura. She's not in real estate and yet still has the same challenges and faces the same things that many of us do. So Laura, would you start with question number one, an average day for you? Tell us a little bit about what an average day looks like. Uh, so I don't really have an average day because every day is different from <laughs> for me. Uh, every day in my life is uh, so different. Uh, usually my day starts uh, in the bed when I wake up because uh, I uh, try to focus it uh, on my day. I write in my mind uh, a sort of uh, uh, list uh, of around 10 things to do. Uh, and uh, uh, not only things to do, but goal to reach. Uh, so um, some of them are a team goal, some of them are personal goal. Um, I know that usually I will reach only three, four goals for a day, uh, but I have to do it. So in the morning, I'm focused on this. And um, uh, usually, uh, I uh, then I start to my with my call. I have uh, uh, fifty minutes to come uh, in the from my home to to the office, and I use this uh, this uh, time to have personal um, to have personal call. Because when I arrive in the office or in field, uh, I dedicated all my time to the team and uh, to listen. Uh, so uh, the first part of my day is to establish the goal. Uh, the second part of my day, a little bit, uh, is uh, for personal goal and personal goal. And then I have eight, nine hours to listen and to uh, work with the team. Uh, so so, so uh, you really start your day before getting even out of bed. You imagine, well, you know all the things that you must accomplish. You review them in your mind. And then you start, then you get up. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then, then I wake up, but I need to focus it in that moment. And, uh, and then I dedicate a lot of time to team, uh, to reach the goal with the team and um, focus it on uh, listening them because this is the key uh, in, uh, in the office and in field. Because if you don't listen and you're absorbed the needs of the others, you can put together everything. It's, uh, like in a kitchen when uh, you put together all the ingredients. So uh, 
<laughs> I like that and life in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I need to have a lot of time to uh, uh, make together the uh, right um, uh, list of ingredients. And uh, when I know how can put together, uh, so this is the the moment in which I am sure to arrive at the goal. Bye. Bye. Thank you for. I can listen you. I don't I don't hear you. Okay. I said I loved the fact I don't know how I got muted, but there you go. I guess I need to listen more too. Uh so thank you for that. And I, I do like the fact that as you said, you must listen more to hear the needs of the people. So what is the biggest obstacle that you face each day? Uh, so the biggest obstacle for me uh, is to find uh, the consensus useful to make it work uh, all the projects. Um, as, as you know better than me, the milestone of every project are the relation. And I need uh, to pay attention to the relation and people at most. So uh, this is the most important obstacle to find the right consensus uh, to give the right balance to the projects. So what do you do if you have two conflicting viewpoints? How do you decide which one is what you're going to do and how you're going to move forward? Uh, it depends. Um, usually, um, I use my instinct to uh, decide. Okay, so uh, your way, years uh, of experience. Yeah. Uh, instinct and experience, both. Uh, but sometimes is um, I, I use more my instinct, especially in field. Um, then I uh, try to be positive and to uh, understand uh, in all the people around me uh, what what are the positive aspects that. Can I can uh, nurture? Uh, so this is the the only things that that I learn a lot in field, because uh, when you are in a conflict and you find uh, a wall, you have to uh, you have to broke that wall. Uh, so you can do it. Uh, uh, from your side, but uh, you have to convince the other person to break his own world. Yeah. Um, this is the only way that I know to overcome the conflicts. So let me just... transparent and to try to break the wall. So let me just say something for our listeners who are mostly yeah. in the real estate industry. If you heard what Laura just said about breaking a wall, of if, if you have a team member or someone who you work with who doesn't see it the way you do, unless you can break that wall and, and create a solution, they're just going to hang on to it. And I think we've seen that so many times. And that causes the conflict. <clears throat> Pardon me for my voice. I'm still getting over a bit of a cold. So, Laura, how do you manage your time? Because you have to be one of the most busiest people I know. You talk to the 
secretary of the UN, you talk to a Franciscan monk, you talk to a homeless, you talk to everybody. How do you prioritize your time? Uh, this is not simple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, my job is not a job. In, it is a privilege because uh, you you can make the difference in the lives of uh, many people. So um, I made a decision some years ago. Uh, my job is my life. And uh, all the people that uh, are around me is part of my life and of my job at the same time. So uh, Andrea and Veronica, they are part of my life because... Uh, I begin. I began uh, this adventure because of them, and I trust them. My board is part of my life. My team is part of my life, and the beneficiary of the projects are part of my life. So I decided uh, to um, not have uh, a different life, personal life or work life. Uh, I decide to put together uh, to have only one life uh, because um, I'm so lucky. I have the privilege to uh, make a difference uh, uh, with money, with work of the people, with uh, uh, an enthusiasm and positivity of the people in many uh, in, in the life of many people. So I decided to do this. So you see this more than just a job. This isn't nine to five for you. This is a passion. Yeah, this is a passion. This is a way to live. Uh, I have, uh, <laughs> a way to live. No, I have a lot of uh, houses in uh, in the world because when I when I am in uh, Haiti, I feel at home. When I am uh, in Holy Land, I feel at home, and I have a lot of relatives, a lot of uh, families, and so uh, as you know, uh, I lost of my parents uh, in the last three years, so. I'm only child, but I'm lucky because I have a lot of families all around the world and uh, I have to try to make the difference for them because uh, they feel that they feel me at home, wherever. Well, and as you know, you have a home with us in Las Vegas as well. Laura yeah. has her own room at our house, guys, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how do you deal with overwhelm? Like, I, I just spent this time with you, and what we saw and what we participated in was amazing for that. How do you deal with overwhelm? Uh, so usually when I overwhelmed uh, or I'm angry too, uh, I have a medicine. The medicine uh, is uh, beauty, music, and hearts. When I am in uh, in the office, my office is, is uh, behind the Palazzo Vecchio in the center of Florence. And I have uh, an incredible rooftop. Uh, yes, you so do. When I'm hungry or overwhelmed, I take five minutes uh, in the rooftop of the city. I look uh, history. I'm in front uh, from medieval uh, building uh, to uh, contemporary building. So I see the story in front of me. I saw a lot of beauty and uh, I became so calm and quiet. And uh, I remember me that I, am, uh, I have a lot of privilege in my life. And so uh, my medicine is beauty, music and hearts. 
when I'm in, uh, in the field, uh, especially in the difficult context like Palestine or Haiti, uh, I use music, local music or uh, my music, address music too. Uh, we listened uh, some days ago in the desert. Yeah. Uh, sometimes sing because uh, I was a singer when I was uh, young. And uh, so I try to sing uh, to calm myself and to be focused on my goal. Okay, so for those of us who don't sing well, and I know you have a beautiful voice, you said beauty, music, and heart. What do you mean by heart? No, I mean the heart um, because I uh, try usually to have a lot of relation with artists. Oh, uh, art. You know, oh, sorry. Yeah, heart, sorry. Um, uh, I usually uh, have, uh, especially here in, uh, in, uh, in Firenze, uh, we have uh, a vocational lab and the teachers of uh, boys and girls are artists. So I have the chance to speak with them, to listen their vision. And uh, usually uh, I talk with them about my problem or uh, point of view, and they give me a different, completely different approach. Uh, and <laughs> sometimes I find solution listening to them, simply listening <laughs> And you're open to listening to someone else's point of view. But, yeah. Well, you know, I already think you're amazing. And I'm hoping that I'm, I'm going to rush through two questions because I'm going to hope that I can ask you to talk a little bit about one of the experiences we had when we were in the Holy Land, which would be the Bedouin community. But so how do you strengthen your mindset? Because you see a lot of stuff and you deal with a lot of stuff. How do you strengthen your mindset? So, Mike and this helped me a lot. So, first thing is <laughs> to try to set my priorities. So, in the morning, in the bed, usually. Um, then I try to create two lists in the morning. Uh, the beautiful uh, things list and the bad things list. Uh, usually, um, I'm aware that the list of uh, green lights uh, is biggest than the ones of uh, uh, the red, the red things, the red lights. Uh, so this is the is a good um, way to strengthen my uh, mindset to understand that, that uh, ever endeavor the green light in my life is more than a red. Uh, um, light. So <laughs> in the morning, I have to push myself to see the green light. Um, and this is a, a very good exercise. Uh, the other the other things is uh, listen others, improve my ability to listen others, because uh, um, as a, a director, a president of the foundation, uh, I usually, I have to decide many things uh, every day. Yeah, uh, yeah. So sometimes you have, uh, you are anxious to decide and to take decision and to arrive at the goal. Uh, but I improve my uh, ability to wait and uh, to don't have rush to decide before to listen to others. 
because otherwise sometimes you arrive at the goal but uh, then you uh you are alone and so <laughs> it's not important to reach the goal if you are alone it's wow. important to reach the goal all together as a yeah. team and that is that is a great thought it doesn't matter if you've ended up there by yourself if yeah. it yeah that is a really good point thank you for that and then uh, you teach to me a lot on this is to write a journal uh, to improve the capacity to speak with uh, yourself and say the truth. Because yeah. if you uh, say to you things uh, during, uh, you are doing other things, um, sometimes you are not able to say the truth on yourself. If uh, you take the time to write something, uh, you have the time to be true with yourself. And this is another point so important. And uh, at the end is uh, learn to be optimistic and uh, to create a chain of trust. And this is another point very important. And uh, now I know because uh, I felt many times. And um, uh, these uh, last three characteristics so listen, people, write a journal to be uh, honest with yourself and uh, create a chain of trust are the three things that I improve every time that I felt. The, that, rule, of others, the rule of the team and uh, to be honest with yourself uh, are not simple. Especially yes. for, uh, uh, a person that has uh, leadership and a lot of responsibilities. Sometimes you try to defend yourself. This is the worst uh, choice. You don't defend yourself. You have to uh, find consensus and to find uh, a, a good team that works with you. Never say worst. Uh, they work to me, my team. No, we are a team. We are all together. I have the different rule, but we have to uh, work together. And uh, we uh, have the proof uh, these days in the desert. We were in the desert with uh, uh, boys and girls of uh, 17 years old from Italy uh, with the Bedouin. Um, we need the trust, we need to work together around them to exit from the desert. Um, we uh, learn a lot physically, uh, but we learn a lot also for our life. Yeah. Well, for those of you who are listening, I, I want to share with you one of the experiences that we had was we drove out to where the Dead Sea is, and it's mountainous there. And, you know, this is not for the faint of heart, this lady in front of you. She gets you up at 4 a.m. so you can be out in the middle of the desert to watch the sunrise at 6 a.m. But I will tell you, there has been, that was one of the most impactful moments I have had in a very long time because it actually gave you the opportunity to be quiet, to be still and to watch the sunrise. And I have to admit, I did have my phone and I had, I'm going to share this uh, with you guys, the little time lapse of the sunrise. And when you watch it, I want you to go online and get the uh, recording of Andrea Bocelli singing Hallelujah. 
because when you watch the sunrise with his voice in the background, it just makes you realize how busy we all are all the time. And you know what? It's a miracle that happens every day. And taking a moment to watch this and reset your mindset, we all seem to be so, so very busy. And one of the things I've learned from Laura and from this trip was it's okay to take a moment. So Laura, would you tell them a little bit about the Bedouin community and their circumstances and a little bit about Jamil? Uh, so uh, Israel is a strange land uh, made uh, of a melting pot of uh, communities. Um, the Bedouins communities uh, are inside the Judas Desert, close to the Dead Sea, from uh, Jerusalem and the Dead Sea. Um, they are nomad, so they live there um, and occupy uh, some part of uh, the land in the desert with their animals. But uh, usually uh, during the winter and during the springs, move themselves uh, in another place. Um, they are uh, not well accepted from uh, Israeli and um, Jamil is the head of communities and uh, he tried to uh, do something different from the other buildings. So he uh, attended university, uh, economics. Uh, he studied English, he speaks a fluent uh, and uh, good English. Uh, Sabrina, you can testify. There was and, someone I could yeah. understand. And uh, he lives, uh, um, gives services uh, to um, tourists that wants to uh, do um, what, that uh, wants to walk uh, in the desert. So he know very well the desert and uh, give this type of services. And then he put together uh, the um, uh, women of the communities and give uh, uh, services like uh, dinner, lunch, uh, and uh, if you want, uh, you can uh, uh, sleep inside their tent. But it's not uh, a five-star tent, it's uh, the tent of Bedouins. So usually with, um, we have uh, in Firenze um, a vocational uh, training for uh, boys and girls. And uh, um, at the end of their uh, path in which we are uh, working on the life skills and soft skills, they, have, uh, they made a sort of exams. And so uh, they stay two days in the desert, three days in Jerusalem, two days in Palestine. In the two days in uh, in the desert, they uh, uh, try to um, uh, give a judge of uh, themselves, of uh, their path, uh, and uh, try to understand better their talent and their um, uh, life skills, like uh, uh, capacity of communication, resilience, and all these type of uh, uh, characteristics. And um, it's happened a, a very, very beautiful things because we saw boys and girls so changed. And uh, Jamil is uh, the guide of this path. And at the end of uh, each day, we, we are walking uh, for uh, 15, uh, 17 kilometers inside the desert. 
and then we stay to the tent uh, at the tent with uh, with their communities with the kids and uh, to make some uh, job useful for the community so uh, let me just let me just yeah. say a couple of things so everybody understands this when laura said that they are uh, basically they're a nomadic people their history goes back in biblical days to the canaanites they live in tents tents okay like real tents there's no porta potty there's they're tents uh, and no mike did not come on this trip with me but it was one of these things that they have animals around them they were goat uh, herders and sheep herders so there are animals the kids are playing there is nothing out there other than heat and they're in the middle of the desert to get there is not even easy and on top of that if they leave their area they are at risk of being evicted from that because of course over there you don't have paperwork that shows i own this piece of property it is you know i'm sitting in boston right now there's a building that's 250 years old in front of me i laughed when i was with laura we were looking at things that were 2500 to 3000 years old so these people have to defend their place and this guy has the biggest smile on his face and was so welcoming and so happy to see us and i think of all the things that we have to do and then complain about our day and it was like, oh, that one hurts. So, Laura, we have five minutes left. You are such an, a smart woman in so many ways, and you speak so much from the heart. What is the one piece of advice you would give everyone who listens to this? I'm not in a position to give advice to anyone. Uh, I can. Oh, yes, you are. Uh, I can underline what I said before. So uh, I uh, think that uh, we have uh, some um, secret uh, to put together um, a good project. Uh, to be positive, for sure, ever. Um, give trust to the people that we need to uh, arrive to the goal. Give value to you, uh, to your relations, to the communities, and to the team. Without this chain of trust, especially in my job, uh, it's impossible to arrive to the goal. I remember when I uh, started this job, I was in the souk, in the market, uh, in the Arab market of Jerusalem, and I have um, 10,000 euro. It was uh, around 20 years ago, cash, because uh, yep. my pastor gave me this cash to arrive in uh, Jerusalem and to open a branch of my organization. And uh, I lose me inside all the little... Uh, road inside the whole city and so I decide to trust that people without give trust to them I can't exit from the market and I can't open my organization so um, this is a this is a, a sort this is a key for uh, arrive to to the to a goal and establish a project 
and uh, at most believe in the teamwork and uh, the value they develop the capacity to see and give value to the positive attitude to the people so to uh, a good manager has to have a lot of competencies for sure uh, economics economics budgeting i'm a lawyer too so we need to have a lot of uh, um, hard competencies uh, to um, have a good job uh, but the uh, soft skills and life skills are uh, more important the most important one because if you uh, can't put together the hard skill with uh, the opportunity to give the value to your people, to the beneficiary, to your uh, projects, and to establish a good relation, uh, the good relation with everyone, uh, all the stakeholders are the basement of the project. Without this, you can be the better manager of the world, but uh, uh, the house collapse. So you can my... have the skill, but you also need the heart. You need the team. You need the compassion. You need the goal. That's beautiful. And there are many, many people on this call who have amazing skills and also they make a difference. And that certainly sounds like part of the message that you are giving to us. I will tell everybody on this call, this is one you should listen to over and over and over again and really listen to the words of Laura. This is an amazing individual and I am so lucky to know you. So it is now one o'clock or the top of the hour. We always stop on time. Laura. From the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope thank to see you. you in Vegas uh, soon. I will see you soon. Ciao. Bye. Ciao. Thank you. Ciao. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye. Thank you, everybody. Ciao. Ciao.